Merle's mother's apartment, a memory from long ago came back. I remember when I was 16 years old, I was visiting at my Uncle Frank's house. Uncle Frank was the purveyor of family wisdom and culture. He looked at me and he said, son, you're 16 years old now. Do you have a girlfriend? And I said, well, no, not exactly. I I don't really have a girlfriend. He said, that's good because it's still time for you to learn an important lesson. He said, whenever you meet a girl and you get interested in her, before you get so far in that you can't get back out, go and look at her mother. Because like it or not, they turn into their mothers. And when you go look at her mother, you'll know what you're going to end up with 20 years down the road. And all of a sudden, that thought came back just as we were walking up to the door of Merle's mother's apartment. Well, we never rang the doorbell. There was a sign on the door we started reading, a big handmade sign. The sign said, Firemen, save the cats. There are two of them. Suddenly the door opened, and there stood Irma. I saw her for the first time. She was 65 years old, barely 20 when Merle was born, a beautiful woman, and suddenly I thought, my Uncle Frank was right, and I'm in a pretty good place. She gave me the first warning before even hearing my name. Slip in the door. Don't let the cats out. We got inside, and we began to meet and form what turned out to be a lovely and exciting relationship for all the years we had together. We had come near the K&W cafeteria on the way and had not stopped because often Merle's mother, Irma, liked to eat at the cafeteria. And so as soon as we got inside, we said, have you had supper? Do you want to go get something to eat? She says, oh no, I've already eaten. Let's just visit. And we proceeded to make ourselves some grilled pimento cheese sandwiches and sit at the table getting acquainted. While we ate our sandwiches, once in a while, Irma would look at a little crust on the edge of a plate, and she would say, are you going to eat that? Or she would look at the leftovers and say, do you want that last little bite? And if we said no, she would eat all of our leftovers. I was about to learn that when Irma said, I've already eaten, she could be talking about yesterday or last night, or two days ago, because the nourishment of visiting friends to her was always more important than food. When we'd been fixing our little snack for supper, I'd looked in the cabinets, seeing what she might have that we could eat, and had noticed a large stack of chicken of the sea tuna cans. And I said something like, well, you must like tuna. She said, oh no, I don't care much about it. It's for the cats. It was not cat food. It was human, high quality, expensive, packed in spring water, chicken of the sea. And I thought, my goodness, these cats, when I meet them, must be pretty special.
And pretty soon out they came because it was time to get fed. And I met Michael Jordan and Moses Malone. Before his too early death, Merle's father had been in charge of the athletic department facilities for the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. He had taken care of the field house and the basketball arena and gymnasium, the, the tennis courts, the swimming pools, the golf course, and every cat Irma ever had was named for a University of North Carolina basketball player. Michael Jordan and Moses Malone had earned their names. Both of those cats could jump from the floor to the top of the refrigerator in one leap without stopping anywhere on the way. It was now time for them to be fed, and they got.